Good morning, good morning, New Destiny, YouTube, Facebook. Good morning and welcome to the Coffee Conversation. We're about to get started, so grab your pen, piece of paper, all of that great stuff. Happy Monday. Let's get ready to rock out together. All right, here we go. One second. We're learning life, embracing love, managing marriage, maneuvering in ministry, and managing money. Welcome to the Let's Talk About It podcast. All right. I have my husband with me. Um, and we are on the what let's talk about his podcast. First of all, I want to say welcome to the last quarter of the year. This is October. We're getting ready to close out the year. Babe, I can't believe it. Can you believe it? I cannot, I cannot hang on a lot to you. I cannot believe it. We're about to close out this year. And so I'm super duper excited about that. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um for those that don't know, this is my husband and I. We go live every first uh, Monday of the month just to kind of share some gems, some information, some things with you that is going to encourage you, empower you, and all of that. And so, husband, I'm going to let you talk while I share on all the platforms and all that. Well, good morning, everybody. We want to say that we welcome you to our coffee and conversation. I pray you're able to drink your coffee as we drink our coffee. And I pray you're able to have, uh, enjoy this conversation. Um, my goal is to always drop, like my wife said, drop nuggets. And listen, this is a platform that we will be on, um, like I say, not all the time, but once a month so that we can, you know, touch you, reach you. <clears throat> so we want to say to you, if you can, uh, like and, and share this uh, It is. Uh, podcast or not podcast? It's gonna be a podcast, too, right? No, it's not. Yeah, it's gonna be a podcast as well. Like and share this uh, live feed this morning, so that other people, as they drive around this morning or getting ready for work, can hear the discussion. Yes. Um, we're really, really knocking in on a great topic this morning. Are we letting them know yet? Are we are we jumping into it, baby? Yeah, we're going to jump into it. You know, we always talk, talk about different topics and so that we can jump into it while you're on your way to work, while you're listening, uh, while you're watching even the replay. Uh, we want to talk about some. We didn't talk about a couple of things starting whenever we started this uh, a couple of months ago. We've been talking about a couple of things. So today, because we're in the last quarter of the month, yeah. And I want to shout out to every woman, every business owner. Uh, shout out to you. This is Women Owned Business Month. Also to Ooh. pastors. This is Pastors Celebration Month. Something you know, we got something on social media start that started that. But pastors, and uh, I celebrate you. Uh, and all that you do for the ministry. Also, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and maybe something else, I'm not for sure, but all of the breast cancer uh, uh, survivors are the ones that are going through it or the ones that have lost someone. We also want to celebrate you this month. But we wanted to do something this month um, because, again, we're in the last quarter of the year, and we wanted to discuss this thing about legacy building. Yeah. If you're live and watching us, I dare you to type in the screen where you may be working or however that may be. But legacy building is going to be the topic for this. So that's what we're discussing this morning. The power, what, what is legacy building and what is that about? No, it's not just to come and talk about money. We do that in our podcast. Um, <laughs> um, do that in our, I mean, in our uh uh, VIP Lions Den, where we deal with business owners. So it's just more of legacy building for your family. So we want to discuss that today, the importance of that. Let's talk about it, Bishop. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and that's one thing we want to do. We want to always talk about topics that is relevant and real. And, you know, we're, we're dealing with in our church, we're dealing with right now that, that this is a season of uh, increasing soldiers, increasing soldiers. And soldiers are uh, ones who are more responsible in the season. You know, grandma and grandpa and papa and them are, are moving on. Now, some of us, uh, other ones like myself, Generation X, Gen X, we go do the study on Gen X. We're coming up and now we're becoming the ones that, you know, people are leaning on. And even the baby boomers, y'all becoming the ones who are the great, great grandparents now. And we got to be responsible. And one thing about Papa and, and, and Nana or great grandma, they always had a stash of money somewhere, you know, but just because they had a little stash, it wasn't um, clearly enough to really carry the whole entire family. Right, so right, right. We got to start, and, and I'll be real, you know, it's, it's poverty is a choice. Poverty is a choice. And so we got to figure out how do we break this curse of, of poverty in our children? I don't want my children to be, um, you know, broke. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 3 and 20, 13 and 22, it says, a good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children. Come on. A person leaves an inheritance for their children's children, but the sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. Mm -hmm. the righteous. So here we are. And I want y'all to take some really um, some really good mental notes. I know some of y'all may be driving. <clears throat> I'm going to drop some very simple um, nuggets on this morning. And I'm, I'm going to share them with y'all. Very simple nuggets. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be um, something. It's going to be some work. As someone said before, you can never um, change where you are if you don't change what you do. You can never change Absolutely. where you are if you don't change what you do. So there's going to be some do different here. So. If we're going to build a legacy, legacy, what is a legacy? A legacy is an amount of money left to someone in a will. Mm -hmm. I can stop right there and change the whole dynamic of this message of this call, because in the first definition, um, money left in will. Mm -hmm. Most of us don't leave money. Most of us, um, most of us don't, don't, don't have enough money to leave in a will. So, or most of us who got money, we didn't have a will and people are fighting over it. So if we're going to have a legacy, number one, we got to have some worth, some value, write that down. If we're going to have a legacy, first, we got to have some, some value at our death. Write that down, type it in somewhere. If we're going to leave a legacy, first, we got to have value at our death. Mm -hmm. Your value got to be a um, positive number. And I'm going to teach you how to do it this morning. We're going to share a lot of stuff this morning. And in time, um, babe, for the sake of the people, you got to stop to slow me down to ask questions. Do so, please. Okay. Um, but number one, for me to leave a legacy, I got to have value at my death. I got to have value at my death. And number two, <clears throat> I must be willing to leave that value at my death to yeah. someone. And then lastly, I must put that in a will. Right. I must put that in a will. It's advanced stuff after that. You can put trust and everything. But for the um, the simple process of this, uh, amount of money left to someone in a will. So yeah. the first thing we do, we got to make sure we got value. So, how, and I'm gonna teach you some quick things on how to gain value. You want to add anything, baby? No, um, I, I think it's so important just to kind of dialogue and just talk back and forth. I realize this is that at the end of the day, I think that's something that we forget. Uh, we that we do not discuss. <clears throat> uh, you know that we're not gonna be here forever. 
Mm-hmm. Right. We do not discuss that. And I know people have, you know, the insurance company. That is not what this is. Uh, please know that's not what we really come to talk about. We realize that we're getting older. Uh, we are no longer, you know, in our 20s and our 30s. Um, and we are we are at a point to where not only do we want to make sure that our ch- we're taken care of, but we want to make sure our children are taken care of, our great children, I mean, our, our grandchildren are taken care of, our great great grandchildren are taken care of. And I think what we're learning too, Bishop, my husband, whatever I'm gonna call you on here, um, I realize too that this is what we do is that we we as individuals start. Um, we got to a point to where we would go get a pair of shoes or a nice purse, but don't make sure that our finances are where they're supposed to be. Or we go broke behind doing those things. Why? I can tell you because I've been there. I'm not knocking nobody. I've done those things before, thought that something else was a necessity and found out later that it was not a necessity in that moment. And I just spent my grandchildren's money. Come here. Oh. I just spent my grandchildren's money. I just spent my children's, you know, my children's wealth over something that I didn't even need for that moment. Or I didn't even, that wasn't even really a necessary, a necessity. There's nothing wrong with purchasing stuff, doing things. But not when you're in a state of broke. Come here. Don't stop. I want somebody to type this. Type that in the message. Stop spending my grandkids. Oh, yeah. Stop spending my grandbaby's money. My wife used to, when we was coming up, my daughters used to have uh, money, and I was very tight, and I didn't let them spend a lot of money. I was very, very tight. So my daughter, my wife said, hey, y'all go get y'all a penny jar. Let's go to the store and get some candy. <laughs> Somebody say, stop spending my grandkids' money. The crazy thing is one of them kids of ours brought that mess up the other day and was like, mama, we could have been because now we're in a state of teaching them how to build their own legacy, right? How to build their own stuff. And one of my kids said, our kids, look, I took ownership of my kid. It's really that yellow one that looked like him. She had the audacity to say, you've been spending, mama, so you spent our money like you and you made it seem like it was for us, but it was really for you to go to the store and for us to go to the store. Do you know how much money we could have saved up? Which is so true. And we get away from it. So I kind of just want to share that to that person that, you know, you don't want to spend your grandchildren's money. You're at a state, you're at a point like we were about four years ago, it reality hit in. We got tired of living check to check. Oh, by the way, Paul's Park. If you are not at New Destiny, go to the YouTube channel and go listen to Bishop's sermon yesterday on over what what is it called? Lord Jesus. Overcoming Groundhog Day. Overcoming Groundhog Day. Amazing. Amazing. And if you're watching the replay, watching this, I, I just need you to do a shout out. Go listen. Go listen. Go listen. Go listen. Just that type in. Go listen. Go listen. You gotta go listen to that because that's one of the things that he was really discussing. Uh, within that is becoming stuck and coming complacent uh, and living, you know, in this state of check to check. And we know how that is because we've been there. But making a declaration, <laughs> Sister Dendra say, good morning, Sister D. She said, please go watch. Please go watch. <laughs> Listen, making a declaration that we would never be broke another day in our life and meaning that and making plans to make sure that that does not happen. And so we got to be willing to take responsibility and accountability, type that responsibility and accountability for our legacies that we are going to build. You got to ask yourself, what am I doing to leave a legacy for my family? And Bishop, yeah, my bad, because I know I just want to give that part 
we need it, a dialogue. But... We need a dialogue you know, because yeah. I get the one and, and, and a rut of teaching. No, you're a preacher. That's what preachers do. I love it though. But you're and, supposed to. We need principles on how to do that. And I and I want to go back to one point though. Uh, when we die, we gotta have value. We gotta leave value. And I think my wife said something earlier. She said that a lot of us go out and buy purses, we go buy dresses, we gotta buy hats, you know. And what most of us thought process is that I have to enjoy my money. I have to enjoy my money. Um, and we get down to the end of the month and we'll say, you know what, I didn't I didn't work all month and you know, I didn't work so hard, and all I got is this left. I'm gonna go enjoy my money. I'm gonna go to the casino. I'm going to go uh, buy me some clothes. I'm going to go buy me some shoes. I'm going to feel my money instead of see my money. Mm. And, and a lot of us feel as though if I didn't work all this here, you know, and we were taught, we was taught, man, you, you got to enjoy life before you die. Yeah. And um, and then someone taught me one day, I never forget, I was I was uh, riding along more and I was listening to one of the greatest books in the, in the world. It's called uh, Rich Man in Babylon. And the man said, that uh, a part of all you earn belongs to you. To you. Mm, come on. And when he said that, I thought um, from my upbringing, I need to enjoy money. See, that's what I need to do. I need to enjoy my money. And then he says, a part of all you earn belongs to you, not to the sandal maker, not to the, uh, you know, he's using sandal maker because he thinks back <laughs> in biblical days, but not to the person who, you know, who, uh, not to Walmart, not to JCPenney's, you know, not to, you know, Chevy. Uh, dealerships and four dealerships. He said, part of all you earn belongs to you. Mm-hmm. That means some of what you earn, you should keep. And this is here. And never spend. If you're going to build a legacy, he says, so you're not saying, well, part of all you earn belongs to you that you're going to go off and, and love your money and, and enjoy your money and, and go out there and splurge. All this money belongs to all the bill people. That's mine. Me and my wife, we have what we call blow money. That's our blow money. Right. But everything else is ours to keep. And no one ever told me that that I'm supposed that, to wait. I want to say this because I think you probably scared somebody whoever watching when you say keep people like, well, you can't take this with you. No, no, no. When we say keep, we're saying you can keep and you can invest it. Uh you can keep and you can, you know, um uh uh, uh not just invest it, but what else you could do with it? It's so much that you can do with it, but it shows that you have access to where you don't have to use it, but you can use OPM, yeah. other people's money, because of that. You build your value, you build your net worth. Your right. Net worth. You know, if you worth a million, if you miss, if you worth fifty thousand, you can get a loan for fifty thousand. Now you worth a hundred thousand, and you can do something with that. Someone else is fifty thousand, so that you can increase that one. But you got to remember, if you don't have anything, you're not worth anything. Right. And this is why when Grandma and Papa die, um, you know, the family fall apart for two reasons. Number one, because there was no will left. And now we fight over hats, we fight over dresses, we fight over rings, and that means that we're hungry for legacy. Mm, yeah, come we're on, Bishop. for for value. We want value, so give me something from Mama that made me feel like Mama left me something. Mm-hmm. We fight. We fight over property. It's famous today. They're still not talking for years because. Uh, mama and daddy didn't didn't divide the property properly. They didn't go through and and do it and say, "Hey, this is your portion. This is your portion. This yeah, is your." Portion. That's good. We have got to leave a legacy. So first way we start where we live a legacy, we gotta die with value. Right. Then we have to put that value in a wheel. Mm-hmm. And so, can I talk real quick, baby, on how do we die with value? 
Yes, I want to talk about Leo. Yes, please. The first way we die with value, number one, we must know better. We must know better. I know you're working hard every day. I know that you, you know, you're, you're, you're working, you're trying to feed, you're trying this. But if your grandbaby, I want you, if you got grandbaby, I want you to look at your grandbaby and ask yourself, will your grandbaby have to struggle like you struggled? Will your grandbaby have to struggle? If your grandbaby got to struggle like you struggled, that means you didn't break the curse. Uh-huh. If your baby, I'm going to say it again. If your grandbaby got to struggle like you struggled, you did not break the curse. Right. You got break the curse. And then you got to ask yourself, you know, am I, am I, if I, if, listen, if my grandbaby got to struggle like I struggle, I didn't break the curse. I didn't make my child break the curse. That means my great grandbaby going to struggle like I struggle. Right. Somebody got to decide today that we're going to know, we're going to know better. We got to, we got to know better. Somebody say know better. We are, she already today, know better. What do we got to know? Right now, we need to know where all our money's going. This is a simple, I'll make this very simple. We need to know where all our money going. I mean, at the end of the month, the best thing to do is sit down and look over. What did I spend my money on? One month. Don't don't try to look over the whole year. One month. What did I spend all my money on? And when you sit there and you look, okay, I spent this much money in McDonald's. I spent this much money, you know, on uh, scratch offs. I spent this much money on cigarettes. I spent this much money. If you know where all your money is going, now you can start telling not to go there. Right. The first thing you got to do is know better, know exactly where your money's going, where your money's going, and now you can do better. Once you know better, now you can do better. This is the first step. I can't go into a whole financial literacy course. I can't go into a whole plan. I'm trying to give you the most simple form, but you know better. You know exactly where your money's going. I can look and say, man, and we find, we did this as a church, and some of the people found out. <laughs> you want to share about that, baby? <clears throat> what oh, yeah, doing? man. People found out even in that. And here's the thing. The reason why we even, you know, talking about this, because, you know, it's becoming, again, the end of the year. And, you know, this is where people is trying to, you know, make sure they have Christmas and all that stuff together. You know, you got Thanksgiving coming up, all of that and a lot of things that are going on. But we found out in that moment that we were spending so much money, everybody within the church, including the leaders, found out that there was so much money that we were spending that it was just unnecessary. It wasn't even needed. It was uh, a lot. I know we first did it. We first did it a couple of years ago. I found out half of the money was going to McDonald's uh, and half of the money was going to restaurants. And we had food at the house and spent all this money on groceries and had this food at the house that we could have just cooked and not have to go out to go eat unless it was just necessary. But that's what we found out. A lot of people found that out within the midst of that, that was going on. So again, we're not telling you something that we heard about. We're telling you something that we know that we lived in that again, you got to go listen to the, the sermon from Bishop because we lived in it, man. It was like uh, a, a place of not knowing what was going to be for your children if something was to happen to you you know it was not knowing that and when you get to a point of i need to know what i need to do to make sure that i start the process no you're not gonna i still like to spend every now and then you know and and just want to but just because uh i feel like i don't worked hard enough to do so right and there's yeah. nothing wrong with it it's all about planning to do that though planning to make that happen so that's the part that we had to learn as individuals is that, man, we had I, looking at that in that class, it uh, gave our church an awareness of, man, I'm spending too much. 
<laughs> I was sick looking at <laughs> Sister didn't say I was sick, man. It made all of us like the people were so like, I can't believe I did this much. And yep. it, that could have went towards this and this could have went towards that. So it's that part. And if you've ever been there, man, it's okay. As our daughter say, it's okay not to be okay. It's yeah. okay. It's just making a, a, a change in your mind to say, I want to do different. And I want to do something that's, that is that will help me in my future. Again, do we have it all together? No. no. Please know no. that. No, we're still, like I told Bishop last week, man, we got to budget next week. We got to, you know what I'm saying? We make the mistake of not budgeting. We got to make sure we budget next week because we want to make sure that we start, um, what is it, uh, snowballing different snowball. things that we need to snowball. Is it snowball? Yeah, the, the debt snowball. <clears throat> debt snowball. And that means to start paying off. You know, we want to get to that point. So, yeah, definitely. We we need to know. We need to know what we're spending. And the key thing is that as we as we matriculate, like, the, like my wife said, we don't have it all together. We don't. But what we got to realize is that some of us got to understand or make that decision at heart that I don't want to be broke the rest of my life. You know, I don't mm -hmm. want to be in this property mindset. And once again, it's property is a choice. And we got to ask what's more important, um, you know, that I'm, I'm spending money or that I'm actually building wealth, build, building legacy for my children. And so mm -hmm. as, we, as we as we learn better, you know, know what you're spending your money on. We talk some people when they look at their money, because listen, most of us don't look at our money because we're afraid of what we see. I never forget the first time I sat down and I went through my whole entire money. I was afraid to see how broke I was. But let yeah. me tell you, you surviving. Yeah. I promise you, every one of you, if you stop right now and start, you know, looking at your money and realizing that you realize that you actually got enough to survive because you're not losing everything. You're just not managing anything. So. Right. I want to share that real quick that, you know, you got to know better. Once you know better, you can, once you know where all the money is at, now you can do better. Mm -hmm. Now you can actually start telling your money, uh, you know, what I'm not going to spend, what I'm not going to spend. You're going to say, I'm not, well, we, well, I want to say this real quick. Some people was looking at their money and found out that they was paying for subscriptions that they didn't even use anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, thousands of dollars a, a, a year was going out the door. So right then, if they just say, "Okay, I've been spending this consistently," so let me put this to the side and say, "I it. think now we didn't find a subscription. We did. We was paying for BET. We were paying for three. I was like, how we how did we? We was paying on one device and on another device. We didn't even realize that we were paying on different devices or, or, or subscriptions." For BET, so you got to look at it. You got to know what you do so you can do better. Yes, definitely. So now you. What's the next thing we got to do? No, oh, go no, ahead. No, once you know better, then you do better. Now you start making some decisions. I'm gonna stop spending some money, you know, in some areas, so I can actually start saving. I want to start saving. I'm making a conscious decision. I'm gonna save. Now, listen. I'm gonna give y'all, you know, uh, the, the 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 method for this. Well, I'm gonna say this first. So you want to start saving. So now you start saying that. Okay, I'm going to pay my bills. I hope you pay your tithes. And I'm going to put a little bit of money up for savings. This money I put up for savings is my legacy building savings. I'm never going to spend this money again. And I'm going to tell you the way to do that now. Uh, you build, you get your first an emergency fund. You had to give you an emergency fund. Get a, I, I, yeah. I challenge a person to get a $1,000 emergency fund. Now, I'm going to tell you a secret. Like my wife said, we're not, we're, I'll never forget, man. 
every year, I'm asking you a question. If you you can't have money left at the end of the year if you don't have money left at the end of the month. Dude, speak, sir. So we were professional uh, money spenders. We knew how to spend everything we had. And, and this was about two, three years ago. Every year, we spent every dime. And we was thinking like, man, we paid our tithes. Mm-hmm. We bought our kids clothes, food, paid our bills. And the reason what we was doing, we was living up to ourselves. Every dime we made, we spent it. And but we was proud that at least we were responsible to pay our tithes, our bills and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you don't have money left over the end of the month, you won't have money left over the end of the year. So I challenge you. Don't, don't try to become a millionaire overnight. Try to, become, try to become a hundred there. <laughs> if you can find a hundred dollars to save a month for 12 months, by the end of the year, you're worth $1,200. Now, a lot of us won't do this, baby, because we don't know what to do with the $1,200. Because we was on the program to save to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. We was on the program to save to you know buy Christmas clothes. No, mm-hmm. this is dollars outside of all that money. If you can't afford <clears throat> to put up $100 every month mm-hmm. for the next uh, you know 12 months, and still go on vacation. You couldn't start. You couldn't afford to go on vacation. I know I'm saying a lot yeah. of stuff is hit hard, baby. Do you want to dip in there to soften the blow? Oh, I know. I don't even know how to soften the blow. Like I get it. You don't. I, and I, and and because I, I I remember doing that and coming back, and we were broke. You know, going on vacation and coming back, and we were yeah, we were broke, trying to figure out how to pay the light bill, but. Realizing later down the road, like we can, we can still have money when we come back, and it's okay because we planned it, we yeah. we budgeted it out, we made sure so it could happen. It you know it don't happen until you know it can happen. And I, I'm not saying you can't go on vacation. We used to spend a whole income tax return on vacation, <clears throat> but we planned. Be putting all our all our bills inside there. <laughs> we plan to go on vacation. <laughs> we plan, and listen, I'm gonna tell you what happened. I'm gonna tell you how that how did God get my attention. Why did God get my attention, right? I had bad credit. I had really bad mm-hmm. credit. My wife had okay credit. I don't care what she tried to tell y'all. She didn't have the greatest credit. She had okay whatever. credit. Whatever. I don't care. It was in the six. Whatever. I felt like it, to me, it was good. I, You know, you find, here's the thing too. When you get, I want to say this. When you get in rooms with other people that are moving in, in, in the lane, in the vein that you're moving in, you find out, what was it? The dude was like, he had a 900. We thinking we had a high credit. I, I was, was like, possible. I didn't even know you could, that was possible then you can have a 900 anyway. So I, it I makes you. Know, I, I was sitting there with my new 600, bragging about my 600. And he looked at me like, <laughs> I said, man, yeah, my credit got good. I got 600 from Chris. Go. I'm, I'm at 649, man. Because I was at 480. I'm at six. I was six, uh, uh, um, 49, man. I'm doing good. He said, yeah, you know, um, I might have been in, it's like 900 since I was, uh, you know, got out of high school because da 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 da. I want to leave the whole restaurant. I was done. I didn't even know nobody credit could be that high. But anyway, so you you learn you do better because you're around people that do better, and so mm-hmm. that really really helped. But I want to say that. Yeah. Go ahead, my bad. I'm telling you now, and this what this, I'm gonna say two things. I'm gonna tell you right now. Don't go cold turkey with this. Don't go say, well, I'm gonna save a whole lot. I'm not gonna go out to eat no more. I'm not gonna this. No, 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 no. Find the money in your bank account that you're wasting right now, 
and just waste less. If you if you save twelve hundred dollars next mm-hmm. ten years, and and only that for ten years, that means you saved um, what? That's two hundred, <clears throat> no, two thousand. That's ten thousand. Um, it's over. I don't know. Let's. I'm feeling <laughs> dumb right now. If you save twelve hundred dollars for ten years My times ten, that's twelve thousand dollars. Now, at least they can they can bury you without stress. Come so, in, glory. She's on the main line. And then if you got a um, then if you got a a, a saving if you got a, a burial account, now they can take the twelve hundred dollars and they can split it. I don't want them to spend it, but we're gonna talk about that in a second. I don't want to go too deep, but I'll say this is what happened one day is that I uh I never forget this. I had bad credit, and this is what made me start being responsible. I'm 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 the new matri- patriarch in my family. My wife is the new matriarch in my family for us, our children, and we thought about this here. My daughter about to graduate from high school. And I mm-hmm. thought to myself, if she need money, I got to go to her papa and nana or grandpa and, and grandma to ask for money for my child. If she need to buy a car, I need to go ask somebody else to co-sign for it. It scared me that yeah. my ability was going to affect my children. Yeah. Scared me. And I did not want my child <clears throat> to have to go ask their grandparents for their credit. Come on, Bishop. come on, husband. So I started. I started making some decisions. So I'm not telling you to go make drastic measures. I'm telling you is that there's a way. Now there's most of this, but this is a simple thing. So number one, know better. Know what you're spending. Number yeah. two, hey Teresa, how you doing, girl? Number one, don't better. Know what you're spending. Number two, yeah. do better. Try to spend a little less. And then um, the next thing, number three, uh, as you do better, still do better. But now this is the goal. This is the goal. Most people don't know this goal, but this is the goal that we do a 70 20 10. 70 20 10. At some point, if you want to truly build wealth and leave a true legacy to your children, 70 20 10. If you took 100% of your money, and this is a this is the example right here that we use. Oh, right here, right here. I don't know if y'all can I see that. If you took 100% of money, this is. Consider 100% of hard enterprise money. We should take 70% and pay tithes and living expenses. We should be able to pay tithes and living expenses off 70% of our money. I don't have time to go deep into it, but the 10% of our tithes, along with our expenses, should be 70% of our money. We take 20% of our money and pay off debt. And then we take 10% and build wealth. That means every time you get paid, we should get to the point, and I'll say start like this at first. 70, uh, I would do 80, 10, 10. Everyone should fight to do 80, 10, 10. What's 80, 10, 10? <clears throat> 80% go towards your living expenses and tithes. 10% pay off debt and 10% build wealth. And that's like this here. If you make $1,000, you should be able to take $100 and say, I'm going to put up in a place where I'm never going to spend it again. You say, I'm going to take another $100 and pay extra on one, one bill. Extra on one bill. If I pay extra on one bill, one hundred dollars, I mean that bill's going to start getting paid off a little faster. And then mm-hmm. I'm gonna take eighty uh, percent uh, of my money, and I'm gonna live off of it. Start mm-hmm. there. I start at eighty-five five or uh, ninety-five five. I'm gonna take five yeah. percent off. Put up for a second. Start somewhere. And and so this is our goal this this year is to make sure I finish the year with more money in my account than I started with. 
Yes. If I do it every year. So if I have money left over at the end of the year, that means I have money left over every month. If right. I have money every month, I got money left over at the end of the year. And if I got an account and that account got more money in at the end of the year, <clears throat> I literally increase my value. Yeah. Now it's more maybe we could talk about, about legacy now with the wheel and making sure you build a business and everything else, but that's the gist of it. Yeah. I, I would I would add this too, you know, and whatever works for you, do it. But I but we say that because we know and that's something that we teach. Okay. We teach that. Somebody say, amen, life insurance. I'm a licensed agency and I assist families daily. We need to get past GoFund. Come on here, glory. Jesus on the main line. Yes, ma'am. Totally agree. We got to get baby. When I say that's something that it and, 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 and phone raises. And, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Fish fries. Yeah, we got to stop. And we have to stop as a generation, because I don't even want to say it's just, you know, our culture. I just believe it's the culture right now. And we got to stop. You got to have some life insurance. So if you want, reach out to this young lady. Yes, ma'am. We're going to leave her right there. But you, you, we have to be willing to get that. But here's the I thing. Say, I, I quick, ma'am, drop your information in there, how to contact you. I mean, might as well go and drop Yes, it. please, Miss Leslie. Leslie, please. Yeah, please drop your information. I'm sorry, but we, go ahead. We, but we want to know. We want to know how. Uh, how to, how to make sure that we are. We got to have a plan, and we have. And when we have that plan, again, this is a class that we teach. It's something totally different. Uh, he's going to be teaching it in January, so get ready for that. Twenty twenty four about legacy building and the way that we do it, not just for our family, but we also do with our business. The Bible says, "Let's get back to eating and live on top of the world." No, that ain't what the Bible said. That's a song. But yeah, <laughs> that's a song, but, but they, they're talking about they eating. Huh? That's they're the talking about eating. Yeah, they're talking about eating and how eating in the beginning had the, the had all of these different areas for them to go. Here's our information, y'all. Grab it, grab it, grab it. But the way that they need to go uh when it comes to they had multiple streams that was in eating. So you gotta be willing to um Get, get to that area. I do want to say that. So here's the thing that we learned too. Another part to this that we want to talk about is that it has to be to a point to where we have to teach our children what we've learned yes. and how we do better. But you can't teach them. You can't teach your household until you learn for yourself how to do better. You And once you learn how to do better, now you start teaching. So we started teaching our daughters how to build their credit, you know, adding them to our bank account. We added when our daughter was in our oldest was in high school. We added her to our bank account to where and I think it was a credit card to where it allowed her credit. Her credit, I think, is better than all of ours. Uh, but how, yeah, I think hers. She Yeah. Anyway, amazing credit. And she don't play about our credit. We taught them the importance of don't play about your credit and don't let nobody play with your credit because that's you your credit. We teach uh, our children. We teach our children not to play with their virginity, but we to forget to tell them don't play with their credit. Yeah, we teach them that too. Don't play with your virginity, but don't also don't. You're so stupid. Also, don't play with your credit. Don't let nobody play with your credit. That's all you have. Your name is all you have. And so our daughter was able to walk into, uh, you know, a car lot to go get her vehicle because she was not able to, you know, she was able to do it because of what she has. She can go right now, but her goal is I want to pay off my car. 
I want to pay yeah. off that car, and then I get another car. And I'm sitting up here like, girl, go trade that car. You ain't get you. No, she wants to pay it off because she wants to build her credit. And right now, she's already ahead of the game because she pays her, her car off so much to where the girl is on top of it. But it's because of us sitting down, having a conversation. Here's the thing. Nobody have come. We got, I'm not going to say nobody. Some people do not have conversations. Now, our culture do have that problem. Having that conversation with our children to let them know, do better than me. Don't do what I did. Do yep. better than me. And the way that you can do better than me is by, baby, do this, do this. Make sure, you know, uh, we told our other daughter, hey, you need, you need a credit card. Most people won't teach you that. No, you need a credit card. You need a credit card to where you only use it for an emergency, but you have that backed up. And our daughter noticed what happens with her credit card is that it increases because you do right by it. You don't just spend it just because you have it. So you got to be willing to teach your legacy building to your household. Then you can teach it to other people, but you got to teach it to your household first, to those that are connected to you, because you want to teach them how to build a legacy as well. And I say this here is that, um, so I said earlier about how I don't want them when I die, at least I can leave them $12,000, but I don't want them to spend it. The reason why we want to teach our children about legacy, because if not, the legacy you built will be wasted. As soon as you die, mm -hmm. they'll take that money and now go blow it. So, and so I heard someone say that one time they said, man, I'm not going to leave anything to my children so they can blow my money. I'm like, whoa, it broke my heart because yeah. that means you told me that you, you learned how to build a legacy, but you don't, you didn't take time to teach your children. It's not responsible. And I'm going to say this here. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Somebody may judge me. I don't care. Um, we, get mad, we get mad at Caucasian America because we say oh, Caucasian America got an advantage on me because their parents gave them an advantage. Right. That part. Yes. Parents gave them advantage. And we can't get mad at them. Their parents right. taught them because their parents taught them. Their parents gave them money because their parents gave them money. And them parents made them work and built like they, they left a business to them. And they said, look here, don't just take this business, add to it. Let's build this kingdom that we have as a family legacy plan. Yes. So what we got to yeah. start, we, we can't say we can't become this legacy kingdom overnight, but we're going to start with one. I'm going to have more than one account. I'm going to save money. I'm going to leave it to you. I'm going to teach you how to take that money and not just blow it. When I die, you have a big cruise and a big party and, and it's gone overnight, prodigal son. And now I teach you to take that money that I left you and invest it back into you to increase your children's value so that when, when I die, not only you don't suffer, but my grandkids don't suffer. Right. I want to say this. It was something I used to teach this legacy about what legacy really means. Mm -hmm. Legacy means to leave something in someone it doesn't mean, and that means knowledge, wisdom, information, whatever it is, leave something in someone with someone. That's why I love to write books, Bishop, husband. That's why I love to write books. I write books because I want to leave something tangible, information, guidance, direction for when someone leave here. That's why you're going you gonna to write that book. I'm going to have to whoop you, put, a, put you across my lap, whoop you something because I need you to write that book because you're going to leave something here with someone. 
But legacy is leaving something in someone so that they could utilize it. It's infusing their your information within them so that they could utilize that information when they need it and when it's necessary. And I think that's very, very important when it comes to teaching the part of legacy. I was trying to look it up. So I got sidetracked. I couldn't that's remember. I don't remember exactly. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, when I used to say that. Yeah, that's key because I'm not just leaving you a gift. I'm leaving you with the knowledge in you to handle the gift. Because mm -hmm. if I don't tell you how to handle it right now, we're teaching our girls like we make they are a part of our business. They are also a part of our church. So they know how we run the church. You know, they know what <clears throat> what we do with the church. Uh, praising God for our baby that stepped up to the plate, you know. But it's like they they know what we do in church, but they also know what we do in home. They also know they are a part of what we do in our business so they can have an idea. They don't get it now, but they will get it because they're constantly a part of meetings, a part of us building it, a part of the vision. Uh, they're part of our nonprofit organization because they need to see. By the way, if you're uh, uh, in the Cold Spring area, we want you sidebar real quick. Come out today to New Destiny where we're getting ready for the Thanksgiving feeding, uh, Thanksgiving giving uh, feast in Cold Springs on November. Shout out to SJCLC. But we're doing that. So come on. Come on. Be a volunteer. Come help us out when we get ready for that. I want to say that real quick. But they're there. They're the ones that reminded us of the meeting yesterday because they are a part. <laughs> I know I'm shame. They're a part of what we're doing. So you got to be willing to teach them. Right. And I say this here, <clears throat> don't get so caught up in living to where you don't learn and teach your children how to live abundantly. God didn't say he just come to give us life. Someone's going to go a living. I'm living. I'm living. I'm living. I'm living. Well, you literally not living. You just die. Uh, eventually, yeah. you die and you didn't have nothing to show for it. Don't get so caught up in living. To where you forget that God designed us to live life abundantly, abundantly, yeah. and that's not stuff. That's not stuff. Right. Uh, Christmas. Some people spend a lot of money in Christmas. I'm telling you what we do, and people know us. Oh uh, Lord Jesus, we 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 were broke, so broke one Christmas to where we couldn't afford to buy kids anything. And I promised myself that day I'd never get in a situation again to where I can't uh, I can't enjoy Christmas because of how much money I had. And so that, that year we went to the dollar store and bought each kid three gifts. There might be a truck, a doll, or something came over with us, three gifts a piece. And they enjoyed it. And that Christmas on, we decided <clears throat> that we're going to leave our kids. We're going to every Christmas give our kids three gifts, no more. And they learned to value that. Now they talk about giving to their kids because now we can leave more money in the bank at the end of the year instead of, and some of us save all year long getting, I'm just, I'm, I'm breaking the curse, y'all. We will save all year long. To make sure we leave them gifts up on the tree, but not money in the bank. Come on here. I'd rather leave a legacy for my child than debt. Yeah. I would also say this, Bishop, even in a part of leaving a legacy, we got to remember this. And like you said, live too. Uh, and we do do that, y'all. Like, what did you tell him that when Jesus had three? I missed that part. Did you say That's when Jesus? Yes. Uh huh. I just said three gifts. I didn't, I didn't talk about the Jesus part. <laughs> When he first told me about it, I was like, no, I'm not trying to do that. We are buying our kids some gifts. He said, no, Jesus got three gifts, so they're going to get three gifts. I was saying, but hey, we did it. It works and it's working out. So I want to say this too, even though we're in a bit midst of, you know, leaving legacies and building legacies, I want to say this is that we got to get to a point of even though we're out here building legacy, making money, we still got to have memories. Yeah. 
We still got to create memories. You still got to enjoy life. All of that. I know that's like, you know, you know, but you've got to, but the way you do that is by planning. You got to plan to do that. So you got to create memories with each other. All right. Last thing I want to talk about, because I we're going to get ready to go. We got ready for We got to get ready for a meeting. We thank y'all for rocking out with us so long. All of you that are live with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And for your dialogue. We appreciate it. All right. The last thing we want to talk about is leave our children better. When you're in a le- when you're in the midst of your legacy building, you want to le- make sure you leave your children with a better uh, life a better, you know, understanding with more wisdom, with more knowledge, all of that. You want to make sure when it comes down to building this, 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 whatever you want to call it, empire, enterprise, whatever you're building, or if you're just building life, however you're doing it, you got to be willing to make sure that your children, and if it's not your children, someone in your family uh, that you're able to find right now, we, our uh, mentor, when it comes to real estate, uh, with the real estate area is a family member of ours. And she was like, I want to give you everything that I know and give you all of my wisdom. And I asked the Lord to give me one person I can leave this with. And she's about 70, 80 years old, yeah. but she gives us all of her wisdom because she's been doing this for some years. So you got to be willing to leave something. I thank God for a shout out to her. We got to be willing to leave something with our children for them to have. And I think we talked about that a little bit already, but I want to say that, man, it's very, very important to find someone that can mentor you in that area uh, to be able to help you create that, uh, that thing called legacy building. Yeah. You got to have someone that can re- help you create that. And I, I hope that this, does this help anybody? I don't know if anybody's on, but if this, if this, yeah. I can't see my side. Uh, oh. Was this helpful this morning? I mean, we want to make sure, like I said, we always share relevant, uh, information, yes. and this is challenging. I know this is challenging, man. I feel yeah, like we're getting I, hearts. That's yeah, I feel like I was a dentist this morning, baby. I feel like I was. Pulling. I know, I know when we talked about it. I know normally we have a lot of people on, but I knew when we talked about it, this is a conversation that everybody does not want to have, and it's only for the, the one that want to hear yeah. this kind of conversation that realize that I don't want to leave my children. Uh, in a state or I don't want to I don't want to continue to live, you know, from check to check. I want to be able to store up some things uh, for the winter. I want to be able to store up some things for my family. Um, and so we know this conversation was going to be a little bit different. But we also know, man, we're getting ready to close out the year. Let's not be let's not be, you know, let's be wise. And yep. every statement that uh, we have somebody say, yeah, very helpful, much appreciated, needed change your mindset, change your life. Yes. When you change your mindset, you change your life. I'm certified to pay, but when I heard that man say that, I heard that man say that it changed my my mind. It blew my mind. It said a part of all you. No one ever told me that a part of all you. Come on, this is this is something that um I'm trying to find this 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 thing that it was given to me. Um, it talks about. It's 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 pretty in deep. I don't want to choke you, but it's it's. If anybody want to go look up something, go look up the five gold, the five laws to, of gold, the five laws of gold. Five laws of gold. I'm gonna make sure I type that in. Five laws of gold. The five laws of gold. If you want to get very specific, look up the the richest man of ba- in Babylon. Great book to read, by the way. I haven't read it, but all of our kids have read it. Uh, Bishop has read it. I haven't had the time to read it, but I just hear the stories from them. The richest man in Babylon. Who is that by? Uh, I can't remember his name, but he talks about the seven cures 
for a lean purse, which is also coming. Now those those both of those are good. So the five laws of good gold and the seven cures to a lean purse. Basically, the seven cures mean um, how do I how do I stop being broke? And the first cure says, um, start thy purse to fatten. You should save at least ten percent of your earned income. For then, for every ten coins um, that place it within thy purse, take out one. So the key thing is that if we save ten percent of what we earn, and he, this is this is age old. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Bella. This is age old. And then the, the one thing he talked about is that once you gain this money, you don't spend it because this money becomes soldiers for you. Mm. To go out and get more money, right? To go out and get and get more money. I never forget one day somebody asked me. They said, uh, "Hey, if you help me buy ten chainsaws, um, I I give you ten thousand dollars." And I'm like, "Huh? That didn't make sense to me." And I didn't have any money to go out and give him. And then someone else took advantage of those ten chainsaws, and he gave them ten thousand dollars. It was because it was a, it was a business investment. Mm -hmm. If I don't have any money here, I can never make any money. So this is a lot here. I pray that you listen to this. <laughs> Become responsible. That's that's the word of the rest of the year. Responsible. Let's become responsible so our kids can benefit from it. I love it. So join us next month. Um, join us next month. I don't know what we're gonna be talking about. We just come and just share some gems. Things that we here's the thing we always want to share, and I'm gonna leave this and I'll let you say your last words, Bishop. The things that we share, I want to make sure that we share um whatever really God put on our heart. But from our downfalls, from our mistakes, from our hiccups, from our uh, failure, failures. And if you know us, that's really where we share from. We share from a place of, of brokenness, a place of from brokenness to learning how to live in blessings um, and to learn how to create uh, ways to do that. And so we we I, and here's the thing, Bishop, I, I celebrate I celebrate this moment because. Uh, I wouldn't have never thought that, that, you know, where God had, and, and we got so much more to learn, yeah. so much more to learn, but I just know that I, we, it's like a, a, a light bulb went off that we just want to share, you know, information. And we said, we'll use this platform in order to do it with the coffee conversation. And this is one of those that is a tough conversation to have, but a conversation that is needed. And that is necessary. And we just did the surface part. Uh, like the young lady, uh, I think her name was Leslie, uh, the, the 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 life insurance people, they go more deeper into that. That ain't really our lane, but that's what they go deeper in. But we do go deeper and ways to create money, a shameless plug, side sidebar, whatever you want to call it. And our Lions Den small business community where we teach the, these principles of ways how to generate and how to create um, that type of thing. Go join the Facebook page. It's for free. The VIP is a different, it's a price because uh, you're investing in the knowledge and the wisdom that we're giving uh, to be able to get to a point to where you're contract ready uh, to work with one of the best customers in the whole wide world. Yep. That part, I will put that out there. Lion's Den uh, is the place to be for that. We do know how to do that. So join us there to be a part of that on Facebook or reach out to us to go get that information. But we just realize that there has to be ways and things that you're doing in this world that's going to be able to allow you to build. Yeah, yeah. Build wealth. And there's many ways to do it. There's a lot of ways out here. Ain't nobody, nobody has the right way, but there's a lot of ways out here. So 
I want to share that, man. We just want to share that information. Husband, what you want to close it out with? I just said a quick, whole lot. I just said real quick. That, uh, so one, some one just asked me about, you know, what's that book of Richard Men in Babylon? I will warn you. Uh, warning, warning, warning. It's probably one of the hardest reads in the world. Uh, because it's written in the uh, Old Testament language of you, not Old Testament, the uh, King James language. It's not a Bible, but it's literally written in the King James language. So I think you can get a translated version, but I literally fought tooth and nettle. Y'all, my husband had to read it to me. I've read the book. I feel like I read it, but he had to translate the book for me because I don't like all that thou art and thou is. I just can't do that. And he had to literally translate, and it's a great book when he translated it to me. <laughs> it's very deep, but it was worth it was worth pulling the gold out of the language. Um, I think they have a translated version, but I don't think I want to read that translated version because um, it's so much power in those words. But I'll just say that what my wife was saying, you know, um, let's be responsible. Um, you know, let's keep moving forward. And the last thing I say is that if you're in the Cold Spring area, if you're in the Cold Spring area, we are hosting a Gen Z authority workshop yes gonna be uh what's the date sweetheart uh the, the october 13th and the 14th uh and the 14th and for gen z is for um gen z is 9 and to 24 but we're gonna just invite 18 to 24 and we're gonna give them a lot of these tools we're gonna teach them credit management we're gonna teach them debt management um we're gonna teach them wealth building we're gonna teach them money management we're career development development business, business development. development yes and so we're going to do this in two days and guess how much it costs. It's free. Free. Oh, they got to register. They got yeah, to register. They have to register. And there's also a $500 grant right. that we are giving away. Harden Enterprise is giving away at this event, but they must complete the registration. Once they register, they're going to receive information on how to fill out the information for the grant. You can only get the grant, be a part of giving an opportunity for the grant when you complete the grant opportunity. Yep. So we act, we challenge you uh, to be uh, to, to support this. And, and so we're going to help you increase like your kids, your young adults to this event so that they can learn how to get to a point of building wealth. It's free dot com free dot com for them to get to get this information for two days. Pack information. Very impactful. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I keep cutting you up. I'm sorry. No, that's it. That's it. I want to let them know that this is coming up. So then they'll come back and share with you. You know, let's 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 grow together. That's all I have. God bless y'all. Thank y'all for this morning. Can't wait for the next coffee conversation. And while you're on now, throw down right now. You'll forget later. Throw down right now a topic that you'd like to discuss on next month. And we'll I take love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Say that again. I say drop it right now. Don't get off and then come back later. Drop right now a topic that you would like us to discuss next month. And we're taking it into consideration. So stop right now. What would I like to talk about? Dave was talking about some pretty good stuff. Yeah. I think we need to talk about this next month. Throw it in there and we're taking consideration. Yeah. One of the things that we love to talk about, and we always and do this as a couple, is we love to talk about life. We love to talk about love. We love to talk about marriage, ministry, and money. Yep. All of those topics we love to discuss. So please drop your topic in the in the chat. Or we'll come back and we'll have some information. We got enough content, enough experience <laughs> to do a whole lot of talking. So other than that, man, happy Monday. Enjoy your Monday. We pray 
that this month is full of joy, full of opportunities. I speak over your month. Hallelujah. Let's do this real quick. I speak over your month. I decree and declare everything that you touch and everything that you do in this month, that money will come chasing after you for opportunities. I decree and declare that you are blessed more than ever before, that life, uh, wealth, and riches are in your house. I decree and declare that by his stripes, you are healed. We decree and declare over your life that you are more than a conqueror through Christ that strengthens you. We also decree and declare that no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue that rises up against you shall be condemned. We decree and declare that your hands are blessed, your feet are blessed, your mind is blessed, your heart is blessed, your children are blessed. I speak over your life this morning, that person that's watching the replay, that's per that person that is watching right now, that everything that God give you, that you will be able to write the vision down and make it plain so whoever reads it can run with it. I also decree and declare that you are strengthened when in your weakest moments of your life because God will strengthen you in your weak moments. Yes, Until sir. next time, man, stay blessed in everything you do. Stay blessed. Bye-bye. See you next month. Bye-bye.